Yo, what up? This is Two. This is Cal. Yo, welcome to Word to the Blur, baby. Word to the Blur with Two and Cal, episode 16. Revenge of the Nerds. What's going on, guys? Thank you guys for tuning in for another fantastic episode of Word to the Blur. Uh, Thank you so much for your positive thoughts on the previous episode. Little collabo we did with Stoop Kids. It's much appreciated. Big shout out to Cy, Drew. The motherfucking Stoop Kids. <laughs> Shout out to the Stoop Kids podcast. Uh, this is a very good episode. Uh, we had, had so much fun. Yeah, it was a good time. It was a very good time. So shout out to them, and uh, let's get the train rolling. So uh, what are we going to talk about first, too? What's up? Whew, man, we got to talk about this mother-loving Star Wars trailer. Yeah, so- I know you excited about it. Yeah, this Monday, they showed the new trailer, or what they're calling the final trailer, for the new Star Wars movie, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. That comes out in December. Yeah, December- 20th, I think, or maybe a little earlier or later. You want to go but, Christmas morning to check it? I don't know, but God, I mean, why you got to wait till Christmas? I mean, because normally I feel like I've gone to see what Force Awakens Christmas, not but, on Christmas. Yeah, I did. Oh, I didn't see it with you. I saw no, it you didn't. Of, I saw it with um, with my ex. But when we saw uh, Last Jedi, we, we saw it like that Friday, did we? Yeah, tickets are already on sale. That's a fact. So, I mean, I'd like to see it before Christmas because that's like a whole five or six days I have to wait. And then how do you mm, literally be true. on social media? And that's true. And then spoilers that. and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. But they had a new trailer that came out. Um, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it didn't show much. I mean, it had some, it was pretty much all new footage, but it wasn't anything crazy. You really didn't get a sense of the story. Which is which, good. Yeah, I was kind of fine with it. I think they're kind of taking an endgame approach. Because I know people are going to see this movie regardless. It's Star you know Wars, I mean? bro. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like with Endgame, how like they showed you some stuff, but you didn't know what the fuck the movie was about. But, I mean, you know that your ass is going to be in that seat when the movie comes out. I think that's the same thing with doing with Star Wars. But it, it looks to be good. I mean, it's pretty much confirmed the Emperor's coming back. Um, you got Lando Calrissian coming back. for you. Smoothest black man in the galaxy is coming back to pilot the Millennium Falcon. Is he really smoother than me, though, bro? Yeah, he's always been smooth, bro. Don't don't even don't even. All right, respect right. Lando, my baby. Respect nah, Lando. That's that, you right. That's my bad. You know, <laughs> I, I don't take Star Wars as seriously as you do. That's my bad. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it looks great. I'm excited. Um, December can't get here soon enough. I think it's less than 100 days till the movie comes out. So Definitely get your tickets. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really have much else to say because it wasn't. I mean. It, it, there wasn't anything that stood out much for me. Not that it was a bad trailer, but it just, you know, it's, I'm just happy it's just coming back. I mean, a little sad because this is the final saga. You know, it's the last movie. Well, at least for the Skywalker saga. Yeah, the last Skywalker story. last. Um, and I think that's a good thing because, I mean, fuck, we've had, we're about to have nine movies worth of Skywalker stuff. Yeah. You know, let's, let's give it a break yeah. and see what else and, happened. Yeah, and I think, I think what Star Wars has suffered from is that it hasn't really explored the galaxy far, far away kind of Not thing. Not at all. Even well, I mean, though it says the... it's set in a galaxy far, far away, but we haven't really met that many new characters and met many other Force-sensitive people like that. It's always been centered on the Skywalker. So I hope going forward in future movies, we're able to meet different people who are Force-sensitive or different you know characters in that galaxy and that, you know what I mean? And just expand it. I think expansion is the way Star Wars survives. How would you explain the Force to our listeners? Oh, that's so complicated because this is literally like books written on that shit in philosophy. So it's almost like something you can't explain, but it's like 
how do you explain force without using the force? Because I was going to be like, the force is a force that, but, oh, it's almost like something that exists. It's like this, I don't know. I, I, was, I don't even know how to describe it. It's this, um, it's a mysterious energy field. Well, fuck, we had a definition. I'm going to read it. The force. The force <laughs> is a mysterious energy field created by life that binds the galaxy together, harnessing the power of the force because the Jedi, the Sith, and other sense and others sensitive to the spiritual energy, extraordinary abilities such as levitating objects, tricking minds, and seeing things before they happen. So that's what the force is, guys, for anyone wondering. And usually force sensitive users um, sometimes end up turning to Jedi or turning to Siths. So and but um in most recent years they've been having the whole gray Jedi kind of thing going on. So um but yeah, I mean just getting back to uh Rise of Skywalker, I'm pretty excited. Um I I I'm just you know, my I didn't buy my ticket, but they already got my money, so <laughs> that, that's again a fact. That's that's December, so we'll definitely be checking that out and as we get closer to the release, we'll be talking more and more about it. I'm actually curious to see what they're gonna do with Kylo Ren. Um I was think I was taking the time to really think about it after uh, after watching the trailer. Yeah, I think the Rise of Skywalker is going to talk about how Kylo Ren is just going to become good. And that's what people are nowhere. saying that he's going to like <clears throat> he's going to be redeemable. But I heard a lot of people would be upset about that because yeah, I mean, he made you, him you killed dick. Han, bro. You can't come back from killing Han. That's a fact. That shit broke my heart. I don't you, care. Like, he's one of my favorite characters in the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, like, I mean, the Solo movie was kind of trashy. And I kind of made it my own ending. It's like, maybe it's like, what if something happens to Rey and she becomes bad and then Kylo becomes redeemable and has to kill Rey and then he ends up becoming a good guy, but he kind of takes this, uh, this leave of absence and he ends up banishing himself into exile because... You know, he's he's done such horrible things with the First Order. So it's not like he can go back to the Resistance or go back to being a Jedi after all he's done. I just created this whole, whole narrative in my head. Like, he just takes a leave of absence, absence and, like, goes to live in the desert somewhere like <laughs> Obi-Wan did <laughs> after I'm episode going, three. I'm going back to Tatooine where right? it all started. Yeah, he goes to the Skywalker family home and he watches that, that dual sunrise. And hear the da, 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 da. So, and he just stands there on the hill as he's at the the old Lars family home. I would so. fucking boo that movie da, if it da, came out like da, that, bro. Da. But yeah, anyways, last Skywalker coming out real soon. But uh, let's switch gears, bro. We're gonna talk about next the Batman. Batman casting is heating up for this new Batman movie due out summer twenty twenty one. As you guys I know, wish we didn't have to wait that long, bro. Like, yeah, that's but 2020 ridiculous. is right on the corner. They're literally going to start filming January, February. Oh, wow. So, you that's know, we'll quick. get those little set picks and all that shit real soon. I can't um, wait to see the costume, though. Yeah, me too. I hope it's not no, like, bullshit. Like, yeah. well, after you've seen Ben Affleck's costume, like, you yeah, can't His go... costume is the most comic book accurate costume. You got. have to build upon that. Yeah. You, you go back to that basic black I have, I have tight, a feeling... Right? That they're gonna stick with that. I mean, we've seen the whole black, we've seen the armored. I don't think we need to go back to that. I think it needs to be kind of like almost like a spandexy kind of thing, you know. What I mean? But I, I think they're gonna end up doing that. But as you guys know, um, Robert Pattinson is the Batman. Pattinson, Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon, and it was recently announced that uh, Zoe, Zoe Kravitz, Kravitz will be playing Selena Kyle, and actor Paul Dano will be playing the Riddler. 
Now, there are rumors that they're adapting Long Halloween. I'm pretty excited about that. I hope it happens. But it also makes me kind of nervous that um, that they're doing it because, you know, there's so much to juggle, you know, in that storyline and to do that with the movie. So we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I'm, what, do, what do you think about Selena Kyle? I'm so excited about it. I remember when uh, Zoe Kravitz was in X-Men First Class and she mm. played Angel. I wish yeah. she had more of a role. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what else she's been in for me to be like, ooh, yeah, Zoe. She's been in so many things as like a, a strong supporting character where it's kind of just like, oh, yeah, there she is. Like, you know what I mean? Okay. So, like, it seems like this is going to be like one of the things where she, you know, she's going to get to call this her own and really like step out down. as an actress. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'm definitely excited about it. Um, Jonah Hill definitely backed out. Yeah, um, people say it was about money. Apparently, he wanted $10 million to play the Riddler, but Warner Brothers was like, we're not even paying Robert Pattinson that. Like, apparently, Robert Pattinson's making less than $5 million to do the Batman. But I can kind of understand why you maybe want to ask for $10 million, because clearly this movie's going to make a billion dollars. I mean, you know what I mean? So ten is. million of like a billion dollars. Is he? I is mean, almost, he's a good actor, but yeah. ten million though. I mean, he. I mean, bro, he can kind of command it because he's one of those. I mean, he's he's kind of shifted from comedies and gotten to like more serious roles. Like he's directed now. He's an Oscar nominated actor. But I mean, I, I was I kind of got cool with the idea of him playing Riddler. But I mean, I I like this guy Paul Dano. He's he's equally, if not just as good or better, than Jonah Hill as an actor. Okay. I know um, some of you guys might not be familiar with him, but he was in this movie called Prisoners with Hugh Jackman, Terrence Howard, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, he was in There Will Be Blood, opposite Daniel Day-Lewis, who's like arguably the greatest actor to ever fucking act. And he's held his own against both those actors, and he's, he's a really good actor, so I'm, I'm really excited for this. And just really excited to see who else gets cast in this movie. Yeah, this is... I wonder who, who do you think, who would you cast as Alfred? Was, weren't they talking about Pierce Brosnan for a little bit? I would love Pierce Brosnan, but I heard that wasn't true. Like, Pierce yeah. Brosnan would, would be so fucking awesome. Yeah, because it makes sense. He already did, like, James Bond. So he would be, if they choose to do the uh, the the spy version of Alfred, that would be perfect. He would be a badass Alfred. I wouldn't even mind if they brought Jeremy Irons back. I love Jeremy Irons. Yeah, though. he was a good he Alfred. Was, he was a cool Alfred, you know what I mean? Like, he, he was Alfred with swag. Like, he was an Alfred that like he can, like, literally... Join Bruce and kicking an ass, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah. Because in the comic books, he Alfred has you know done so a couple times. Yeah, he has the like all the other Alfreds all we've had outside of him, Jeremy Irons, and the guy that's played Alfred on Gotham, Gotham. just pour tea and sew up wounds, <laughs> Master Wayne. Master Wayne, do you want some tea and crumpets, Master Wayne? Yeah, but yeah, uh, casting's heating up. Like I said, they're gonna start filming. January, February in London, I believe. So, I mean, we should hear more casting news pretty soon about that. So, of course, we'll be talking about that. Jeffrey Wright is Gordon, bro. Yeah, that's going to be that. I that can't makes sense. wait. That's going to be fucking yeah. dope, bro. That makes sense. I'm excited for that. Like, and he's, think about all the roles that he's done. People's Hernandez. Yeah. He's, uh, Martin Luther King in that bus movie, yeah. dog. That was my movie, yeah, bro. He's, he's one of those great character actors where he can just, like, lose himself in the role. And you don't even recognize him. Like he'll just do a whole new voice, change up his physicality. Fact, like, he did that in um, the Hunger Games. Yeah, and in Flash. Wait, he wasn't using the Hunger. He was in the Hunger yeah, Games. Yeah, he was in like the third one. I want to say no, the second. Second one. You're right. I forgot all about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
Um, he was like the scientist that was like the science person that was in the game. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, yeah, Jeffrey Wright, fantastic actor. People's Hernandez. So I guess this kind of confirms that. I mean, I guess this isn't a a DC EU kind of movie. Nah, this is Elseworlds, baby. This is on its own. Yeah, because they, which is, I'm, I mean, which is kind of cool, but like, I really liked them to have a, a shared universe. It's cool, but they they couldn't figure out the formula, bro. Like they, they really couldn't. Over. They could have, I mean, but they... then do you really want to? You've already put out that much work. You already feeling like, all right, we already invested in this. It's not working. Like, let's try to go back to yeah, doing that's, everything. That's the thing. I mean, if you already put in so much, why not just continue with but just make little tweaks? You know what I mean? The audience is smart enough where it's like if you recast an actor, like they won't lose their shit. Or if you it happens so shift often. the storyline, no one will lose their shit. It's just audiences are smart enough to realize and catch on. It's like, okay, this is just someone else playing the role. But it, like, you could still have them interact and all that shit. But I don't know. I just feel like there's been a lot, a lot of lost opportunities with DC. But we're not here to talk about that right now. <laughs> next time, next time, next yeah, time. Yeah. What are we gonna get into, bro? Doug, you know what we about Let's to get heating into. Up. It's about to be arrow time, the baby. Arrow, arrow, verse. motherfucking verse. Now, guys, listen. You're about to hear me get very, very excited because we was watching uh, before recording this. We're going to start with Batwoman and then we'll make our way down. Yeah. We'll go Batwoman. I haven't really. Well, we can talk about Black Lightning, even though I barely watched it. But yeah, we're going to go Batwoman and Black Lightning. Yeah, we'll go and we'll just talk about what we've seen so far. I think we're all pretty much caught up. Yeah. Um, So as I was saying, um, before recording this, Khalid and I were watching The Flash and Arrow. Flash comes on Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock. Arrow comes on Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock. Black Lightning is Monday night at 9 o'clock, just right after one of my my uh, my favorite shows, which is called All-American, which is not a superhero show, but All-American is popping. If you get a chance, definitely check it out. Um, and that comes on Monday nights at 8. Bat- Batwoman is Super- Supergirl. Uh, if I remember correctly, Batwoman is on at 8, Supergirl at 9. So that's Sunday's. Batwoman, Supergirl, Mondays, All-American and Black Lightning, and Tuesdays is, Jesus, I'm tired, uh, Flash and Arrow, okay? So, we're going to, like Kali said, we're going to start with Batwoman. Batwoman. <laughs> That's funny how we did that at the same time. Um, this episode wasn't bad. I definitely, I liked it better than the pilot episodes. Um, just because it's, it's it's about damn time she got her costume looking like it did in Elseworlds. Um, I'm trying to figure out what else I can say about it without giving away too much spoilers. The villain this week, man, I think that was a wasted opportunity. Yeah, I think super kinda, fucking wasted opportunity. They did the villain wrong, especially him being a great comic book villain. And Dog, they just did a whole fucking DC animated yeah. movie on this guy. Yeah, they turned. And you don't even. So we we could talk about it. So, uh, they so on Batwoman they brought in uh this character. Well, I guess he wasn't Hush on the show, but in the comic books he's known as Hush. His name is Thomas Elliot. He is a childhood friend of Bruce Wayne. Oh, I'm uh, so proud of you. You better know your grew, comic book lore. They grew up as you know two rich boys. Um. But uh, Tommy, his mother, was abusive, and his mother, I think she got into an accident, right? So what happens in, uh, was in the comic Was it Thomas Wayne book, that saved her? Right. It was Thomas Wayne that uh, So, all right, I, 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 I got you. In the storyline Hush, which was written by Jeff Loeb and illustrated by Jim Lee, 
that came out maybe I want to say 2002. I think so. I came continue. out came out 2002. Hush was a um <clears throat> like Kali said a childhood friend of Bruce Wayne aka Batman. Uh one night the, the Elliots are driving across one of Gotham's bridges and it was a rainy night and the car I guess it hydroplaned. Yeah, I mean, we don't got you don't got to give the whole backstory. My bad, you know, you know, you know how I do, you know baby. I mean? You know how I do. You're narrating the whole comic book right now. You okay, so it, baby. all right, all right, all right. Let so them, let them discover the goodness for themselves. There's a car crash. <laughs> um, the father dies. The mothers ended up taking over to the hospital. Thomas Wayne, who's Bruce Wayne's father and a surgeon, performs emergency surgery and saves her life. Now, what you don't find out until later on is that Thomas Elliot cut the brake lines or fucked with the brake lines so that, you know, when they got to the bridge, the guy wasn't able to stop. So um, years later, he he uh, uses his wealth to not only go to medical school and all that, but he also trains his body just like Bruce Wayne did. Yeah. So he's and, almost like the anti-Batman. Yeah. Except he uses guns and he's not afraid to kill. Exactly. But in Hush, he just comes up with a lot of good shit, a lot of great shit. But yeah. you know, that's that's an episode for another time. I could spend a whole yeah. hour talking about that. So pretty much, he's he's, he's like a if, bitch in this if one. Batman oh. decided to go bad, but Batwoman did this whole take on him. Oh, he just he just he was like a real estate developer. It's like that's not even const- what the fuck. exactly. He was just constantly trying to outdo Bruce Wayne. He's like. It was it was like a dick measuring contest with Bruce Wayne. Well, Bruce had this, but I want this. And I my building's taller than Bruce's. It was just like, but they they, they kind of changed it too because didn't he say Batman saved his mother? Yeah. So then, how old was he when the accident happened? So so I guess they just changed the whole shit. Right, but what gives what I get from the impression is that maybe um, the mother might have been on the drive, and the adult Thomas Elliot fucked with the brakes. And you know, Batman is clearly, you know, in this at least in so this. So Batman's era just version. saving everybody from car accidents. Pretty now. much. Like, Pretty that, much. That was, <laughs> I think I don't I think they should have changed that because then that just seems weird. Like uh, Batman just saves random people from car accidents. That's not really Batman's MO. No, there you was called no... the fire department for that shit. Not not Batman, help me. Like I, I got <laughs> T boned by this truck. Like what? No. Man, what the fuck? So Batman doesn't do that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what irks me more also is that even in the comic book, Kate Kane that has a bit of a detective side mm-hmm. and all she does is fucking whine about her ex-girlfriend. Bro, I have no problem with everything else, but fucking do some detective work, bro. Yeah. Don't leave all the detective. It's like you, it you let like your father do like, the detective work and then yeah. you go do everything else. It's like, what the fuck? So he does the work and then she'll like take, take his leads and then like go fuck shit up, question people and be like, huh? But Don't yeah, tell I mean, my daddy. I'm still gonna watch it, but I really didn't like what they did with Thomas Elliot. He just seemed like yeah, a bitch. That was that was and, and then I'm kinda just like he's he's a he's a pretty major comic villain. So I was like, are they just using him for villain of the week? Are we gonna see That's him? That's what it felt like. Like I felt like maybe he like like they could build him up, have him be in a couple episodes, so like maybe he could be like a big bad, like towards the end of the season, have him come back second season. I was just like, is that like what we're doing with the character? Like yeah. we just have him one villain episode and like villain send him to Arkham. Oh, I guess I guess there's opportunities for him to come back, but God willing. But then yeah, but I want to see what a live to... action hush would look like. Oh, that'd be lit! I wish they would do a live action hush. They could. They really could. Yeah, but know. it would only have to be in the movies, bro. You can't CW it. 
No, you 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 can't. <laughs> and you, you can't anyways if you already. I mean, kind of introduce Tommy Elliot like that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. Kate Kane doesn't have that relationship with him like that. So not like, who the hell is Hush? It wouldn't make any sense. But uh, let's switch gears. What's how do you feel about Black Lightning? All right. So also know that I I try to pop in and out of Supergirl. Sometimes it gets too preachy for me. Um, Black Lightning. I didn't get to see this past episode, this past week's episode, but the first two, I thought were pretty good. Um, I'm just waiting for more action. It seems like there's a lot of dialogue, which, as you guys know, I'm all about the story. But it's a, it's this one is starting to get a little too preachy too. I'm all for you know, preaching and, and moving the culture and the movement forward. But damn. Don't beat us over the head with this. Yeah. And that, then it's, and then it feels like he's, they're stuck in the ASA. I'm so, yeah, I was about to comment I on that. I was like, what the that fuck? That shit's been bothering me. It was like that first episode. It was okay. like that second episode. And like that most of the third episode. Oh, really? Which is why I started to tune out. Cause I'm like, he's talking in this fuck, fucking bright ass tunnel, this little basement room. <laughs> For like three weeks straight with his nasty ass beard and shape up needing head. I'm like, I can't, bro. Like this I that's I, I literally didn't even finish the third episode. Like I literally started to space out I was on my phone and I got to the end. I was like, Oh, he got out. Like Oh, he got out? Yeah. But it's literally at the end. So we spent three whole episodes with him stuck in the ASA. But yeah, I'm I'm I mean, I'm trying to give things a chance. I'm trying to get back into f- past shows that I fell off because I did fall off of Black Lightning. Uh, a good portion of the second season, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to give shows a chance. But um, hopefully now that he's out, things pick up and we get back to the story. But and you really, really haven't like... seen Gamby like that. No, Gamby. Yeah, no. He's trying to figure out a way to uh break through the ASA firewall and all this ish. Plus that nigga old, bro. I'll put get put, put Gamby. Gamby back made on, the bro. show, huh? I, I, yeah, I like Gamby because sometimes you're seeing. His daughters sometimes are a little annoying. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't. And then um, what's his face came back? Who? Painkiller, whatever the fuck his name is. Oh yeah, he this thing boy with his, the dreads. He killed his mother in the second episode. That's I was like, up. boy, this nigga Bill Duke's boy. character. What's his character? What's Bill Duke's character? I forgot. It's it Odell or something? <laughs> yeah. That's Agent an evil Odell. motherfucker. Son. <laughs> Yo, he poisoned like, that that's one That's wild, kid. bro. And he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, you gonna kill me? Like, I already did. He's like, Damn, what, bro? I hope and then he looked up. at the food. I was like, <laughs> he's like <"Gah."> word, <laughs> Damn. I thought that shit was extra delicious. Oh shit! He's like, yo, oh, I'm fucked. All right, let me just finish playing this video <laughs> right. game and go lay down and just right. just, be like, yo, just dog. drift off. Yo, dog, I don't feel good, dog. Right. Yeah. But I hope I hope he gets his due, man, because that he's an evil motherfucker. Yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, and the cat that from Jamie Foxx shows in it too. My son Braxton. Yeah, I kind of can't take him serious. <laughs> just, <laughs> if you watch Jamie Foxx, his character is a complete and utter buffoon. What up, homie? Yeah. So watching, so kind of seeing him in that role, I kind of just like, bro. Oh, well, it's good to know he has yeah, range. Yeah, man. and it's nice to know he's you know he's getting work and acting. So but yeah, let's talk about the Flash, bro. Started off, I think. Season's pretty good so far. This is what third episode of the season. Um, interesting kind of. I'm not, I won't say interesting. I actually don't even dig this villain, but I do like the story about what how Barry's dealing with how he's how he's literally like he knows the date of his death. He knows when the crisis is and how he's trying to prepare Team Flash for 
what's about to happen, you know, his eventual demise. So I, I think it sets up a whole new dynamic because, I mean, w- what's it like walking around knowing I'm this day at I'm this time? Die. You're dead, Ugh. you know what I mean? How do you spend those last few moments, those, those last few seconds, you know, do you choose to spend it with family or do you just continue to keep cr- crime fighting? And that's what, you know, he's doing. So I really do like that storyline. Um, this episode kind of seemed like a filler episode, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, we are investigate the little, the little side mysteries and then you get a little bit to the main thing, but I, I don't like this whole, this, this, this villain blood work, whatever the fuck his name is, Plasma Man. I need dark <laughs> matter. I need blood. I need to, and he's got the little goop and shit. I'm just like, I'm not. This nigga's a metahuman vampire. I'm not, I'm not digging it. I'm not, not at all. Okay. And like, as soon as from the first episode, I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, once Crisis says this is going to be difficult, because I really don't like this villain at all, man. And I'm, I really, all my favorite villains are the speedsters. speedsters. Yeah. And I know it's just like, you don't want to be caught constantly doing speedsters, but I fucking love the speedsters, man. It's just, I love that. I love speedsters. I love, yeah. And I love, I love the episodes where they talk about the speed force and the philosophy of it. Like you can, you could literally just focus on that and just really explore the speed force. And I love getting lost in that mythology. I don't care about this blood work guy, man. Fuck All right, that, so dude. if that's the case, if you like the speed force mythology, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, if you're, if you agree with Kali, let me tell you, um, one of the, the, past flash writers from the 90s his name is mark wade mm-hmm. um one of my favorite writers in the world he's i think he's currently doing some stuff for marvel right now but his whole flash run is about the speed force and the, the um philosophical that. aspects aspects yeah. of the speed force you would you would they need it. they need to explore that more man but uh yeah i mean it's i'm it's it's pretty good so far but again I'm not digging this main villain, but of course I'm gonna stick with it and see where it goes. Okay, so um, Kali and I differ on that. I I thought it was a solid episode. Story was great. Um, Kali is just he's ready for crisis, so it feels like it's Give filler it for me. him because he's like, "Yo, the main event is crisis. The main event is crisis. Everything else doesn't matter." Yeah. As for me, I understand that this the first arc uh, or the first arc of the season is gonna be blood work. No, which he's is the villain? The whole season, bro. No, he's the they said villain. no, no, no. They, it's getting split up into two seasons. You don't remember that in the Comic Con panel? Getting split up in the wait, explain. So okay, so it's going to be set up into two arcs. So the first arc is blood work, and then the second arc they was talking about doing Red Death. That's confirmed. It hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's on. They was talking about that on the Comic Con panel. Check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, I'll have to check it out. We like flicks, I think, is the cats that do it. They always do, like, all the Comic-Con panels. Um, but outside of that, I really liked it. And we have just a little bit of more time, so I'm, I'm going to talk about Arrow. Yeah, jump into it. I know, Yo. You, I know you hyped about Arrow. Yo, Arrow, this season, because as you guys know, Kali fell off, right? Kali fell off with Arrow. But I was like, yo, bro, this, this season is going to be crazy. Because the first episode was a love letter to season one, episode one. Season two... It's a love letter to um, season two. Episode two is a love letter to season two, which is amazing. And I, I'm not going to give any spoilers because I really want everybody to get back on Arrow. Arrow started it. Um, and the way it's focusing, it's focusing on crisis is really crisis heavy. So I think, Khalid, that you would really like this season, mm. given the fact that its, it's main no, I, focus I, is crisis. I, I do like the season. I'm digging it so far. Like, because this, this season just seems completely 
focused on, on, on crisis. So we're getting into that mythology before crisis actually comes. It's not like it's like, but of course, all these tasks that he's doing. Leads up to it. Yeah, leads up to it. So it's not like it's not irrelevant. There are just some things in the other shows that feel irrelevant leading up to a crisis. So I, I am actually really digging what I'm seeing so far with Aaron. I'll definitely keep up with it. And the fight scenes, bro? Amazing. The fight scenes? Yeah. I, I this season really... has stepped its game up in the yeah. fight scenes. I mean, because they know, they know it's over, so they got to... You got to go hard. But they're stepping they, it up. Arrow's never really suffered in the fight the fight choreography department. That's true, too. But this year, they just really stepped it up. Really stepped it up. The the, the fight scene, the hallway fight scene with Diggle and Oliver fighting those bunch of um, the triads. The, the fight between... Uh, Katana or Tatsuo mm-hmm. and China White, that was great. It's just like, damn, bro. Like, how can they fail? Yeah. How can but they no, fail? Yeah, Arrow's really picked it up, and I, I will be following it to the end. And they actually just started filming the series finale. Uh, Stephen Amell posted a little image on Instagram with him in the suit and said, uh, series finale prep. So the end is very near. Winter yeah. is here. Yeah. Um, I th- I think those are the topics we got for today. Listen, guys, thank you guys so much for checking us out. Thank you for making the crossover episode with Stu Kids one of our highest listened episodes. Thank you, guys. Um, be on the lookout because we're going to have an event coming up in January. Also, I want to do a, uh, a, a I'm going to give a plug to my band Low Maintenance. We actually have a gig on the 29th at Bowery Electric. But with that being said, yo, this is two. This is Cal. Word to the blurry, baby. We love you. Word to the blurred with two and Cal. Thank you for listening, guys. Peace. Peace. Take care.